Welcome to Talking with Tony here on AM 700 KSEV. Straight talk from a decorated Marine, successful lawyer, business owner, and philanthropist. Now, here's your host, Tony Busby. Ha, 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 ha! We are back. I bet you didn't think you'd be hearing my voice again, did you? Are you, re- are you in that traffic? Dang, that traffic sucks. I'm here to tell you. Bumper to bumper, raining like the devil, as my dad would say it, like all get out. But here we are, back on the radio, talking with Tony, 700 on your AM dial. If you got something to say, you may get to say it, you may not. Remember, I'm not running for mayor anymore. I don't actually have to listen to you, do I? 281-558-5738. I do want to hear from you. I was, that was all in jest. But let me tell you, I am extremely excited. I'm so excited... Well, I better not say that on the radio, but I'm so excited to introduce to you my new co-host, Francis Spagnoletti, otherwise known as Frank, otherwise known as El Duce. This guy is like, he's like Italy sitting right across from me with his make, what is that, make America great again hat on? Is that what you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Frank, say hey to the li- the listeners because you are going to be a breath of fresh air in Houston, Texas. How y'all doing? <laughs> oh my God, I, I already expected a lot more. I already expected I mean, you let me down. No, I'm kidding. So let's let's get over the ground rules before we get going because we've got a lot of lot to talk about. And remember, two eight one five five eight five seven three eight. If you want to talk with me, if you want to talk with Frank, maybe you know some old secrets about Frank Spagnoletti. I mean, he's he's kind of long in the tooth. He's been around a while. Maybe uh, you know some new secrets. About no, Tony maybe, <laughs> no, maybe we, if you if you have some of those, your call will not be answered. Anyway, we're gonna let it all hang out. Uh, you know, I'm not running for your mayor anymore, although, you know, I, I care deeply about the city and who knows what will happen in the future. But I want you to know, this is very important for you listeners, whether you're listening on the Internet or you're listening uh, on your radio. We have a massive, massive production team, a massive. There are people working 24 hours a day working on the content of this show. We have an incredible research department. Interns are applying on a daily basis to work on the Talking with Tony show, and we've got people working all day long. with Everything that Frank and I may or may not say has been thoroughly vetted for accuracy. We also have a no-feelings-hurt department. In other words, if we say something that hurts your feelings, it's already been vetted. That means it should not have hurt your feelings, according to our no-hurt-feelings department. And, of course, we're always politically correct, because we're really interested in that. We have a no no non-political correct department. Don't we, Frank? Absolutely. We absolutely do not want to hurt your feelings. So, if your feelings get hurt, just know that everything we've said has been vetted by the non or the politically correct department and the no hurt feelings department. And I'm going to say this too. Frank and I go way back. How back? How far back, Frank? Oh, I don't know, 20 years, 20 years, mm, 25 years. It's a ways back, man. It's a ways back. At least that, man. I know a lot about you, don't I? Yeah, I know a lot about uh, you. Yeah, that, see, that's that, you just said exactly what I wanted you to say. I led you right into it. Okay. Yeah, Frank, make sure everybody can hear you. Yeah, you can hear me. God, you got such a radio voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> we have an agreement. What did you call it? A tete-a-tete? What did you say? 
day to day. So you you were you were uh, uh, educated in what like uh, London or something? Yeah, London and uh, here and there, and also the School of Hard Knocks. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, we have a we have a mutual destruction society. It's kind of like back when Ronald Reagan was the. Uh, was the president, and we had all these missiles pointed at us from Russia, and we had all of our missiles pointed at Russia, and we knew that, that if they shot at us, we were going to shoot back at them, and we'd all die. That's our agreement. Are we, are we good? Absolutely, but so, I don't know who's the better counterpuncher, <laughs> so we're not going to do that, are we? Well, if I do shoot at you, I'm going to make sure I destroy you before you have a chance <laughs> to shoot That's the that. way to go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's on everybody's mind? I'll tell you what's on a lot of people's mind is this government shutdown. And let me tell you, and we're going to get into some of these specifics, but but there are a lot. That, Frank, you have some general ideas, and I know you said some things that I thought were kind of, I don't know, a little over the top. You have this theory about this government shutdown. What, what say you? What I say about the government shutdown is uh, uh, look look to China. China's the reason. You're not it. saying it right. You're supposed to say China. Yeah, well, I say it the way I say it, Tony, yeah. you know, and that's the way it is. But I don't care what you call it. All I call it is communism. And I and I am not in, and it's and, and if we don't protect ourselves and we don't do something about it, we're going to all be wearing masks forever. OK, well, let, wait a minute. What What is it you're actually suggesting? You're suggesting that the virus was created in some laboratory and unleashed upon the, the American public to destroy our economy, our oil and gas business and to make us all just screech to a, a crazy halt. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, okay, you might want to give us some factual background. Well, about what I'm that. talking about here, I mean, we know, we know. I mean, how, I mean, how, let's put some common sense together, okay? Yeah. I mean, bats have been around for 50 million years, okay? Have people been biting the heads off of them? No, exactly not. Right. No people, and even if you cook them, okay, you're going to kill the virus. That isn't what happened here. Are we stupid? This came out of a lab. We know it came out of a lab. The real question is whether it was a bioweapon and whether or not they did this on purpose because Donald Trump created a too good of a trade deal with them. That's the problem there. And, and maybe they just did this so that, that they could renegotiate the deal. And what do we know today? They went back to the president and they asked him to renegotiate the trade deal. Jeez, on the heels of the, uh, uh, of the pandemic while we're sitting back on our heels. And you know what? God bless him. Trump said, no, I don't even want to talk to you. And he didn't want to talk to the president or whatever they call him of, of China. And that's a good thing. OK, it's about time. It's about time. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> that is a lot to unpack. And I know you've got a lot to get off your chest. Frank. Boy, you, you well, are I'm really mad. Passion. I'm fighting mad and I'm tired. I'm 66 <laughs> years old and I'm tired of it. And I don't care what color we are. White, red, white, black, red, yellow. I don't care what, what color we are, what religion we are. I'm telling you that this is against Americans, and we're all Americans, and we ought not be Democrats or Republicans. We ought to just be Americans, and we ought to stick together and know who our enemy is. Because if it wasn't identified until now, it sure as hell is now. Ladies and gentlemen, if you got something, Frank has really turned it up. I'm, Frank, I was waiting for you to. That was the last segment, not the first segment. Well, I don't care what segment it is. It's what needs to be said. 281 558 If you got something to say, if you, maybe you have a counterpoint with Frank. Listen, I'm not here to argue with Frank, although I could easily do so. Not so probably. easily. Any, in any event. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, and look, I'm I'm trying to be the the level head, which is a lot of people that know me probably think, my God, if Tony Busby's a level head, we got real problems. But <laughs> but 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 I'm the level headed guy here. And I don't think that's right. <laughs> I believe that uh, I I have not seen the evidence yet that China 
created this virus. Now, I'm not suggesting that people have not said that. I'm not suggesting that that ain't even true. I just haven't seen the evidence of that. I'm certainly not, you know, in the position. You never that, will. Okay, that may be true. But uh, I'm not in the position to say, okay, I blame China for the virus. I, I, what I'm more concerned about is we, I do. I hear you. We have known <laughs> for years, and we have known for years, and, and many, many smart, smart people have said for years that there will be viruses, and we as a society have to be prepared to deal with them. And so that's really what I, I didn't, honestly, I didn't realize that you had such strong feelings about the origin of that virus. Well, let me just tell you this, okay? Yeah. I represented the Gulf War veterans years ago, yep. and I know they were exposed to Gulf War syndrome. You're a Marine. I represented thousands of them, okay? Mm-hmm. And I know that they were exposed because I know that even in this country, the United States of America, there's a place called the American-type culture collection, which freeze-dries every bad germ that you ever thought of. And they mm. were sending it to Saddam Hussein by Federal Express. And I have the records. Who was sending it? China? No, the United States of America, oh. because we were fighting with Ira- oh, Iran with, with at that Iran. time, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? So, yeah. I mean, what I'm telling you is there's a lot more to this. And if you listen carefully, the government, our government— has to be very careful with what they say. They can't tell you that this was actually a bioweapon, although recently they've been saying it could have been a bioweapon, but not, we don't have any evidence. We don't know. But it could have been a bioweapon. But nevertheless, they can't say it because they know <clears throat> that if they did say it, we'd be calling to nuke them. And, mm. and that's not what I'm suggesting, okay? There's political, there's political issues with regard to that. We have to be careful with all those kinds of issues. But nevertheless... They need to be held responsible. Let me ask you this. Let me just let me straight away ask you this because it's not discussed very often. You believe, just so I'm clear, you believe that China, that somewhere in the in the in the bowels of some, um, it's called a Wuhan Wuhan well, I, viral I lab, but, but in some in some laboratory in China, that they created a virus. That they unleashed upon the United States. You believe that? I believe that they there's two there's two possibilities. Either they unleashed it on the United States because they they knew because they they're interested in world dominance. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean that's the bottom line. And and you know what? I remember a movie, the James Bond movie called Never Say Never. And in that movie, they played a game like we're looking across the screen at each other right now. And in, uh, in well, that, we're now we're between. We got a, like a, a little thing. Right, right, yeah. right. But they had that kind of they kind of had that kind of screen up there. And James Bond was playing with the, with the bad guy, and they were playing for domination of the world. The Chinese don't care about religion. They don't care about morals. Their their total objective is domination. You of mean the, world. the Chinese government? The, the Chinese clear. government. Yeah. Chinese people are wonderful. Because you know a lot of people will say. No, the know, Chinese yeah. people are wonderful. Yeah. I mean, they're wonderful here. The Taiwanese are wonderful. They're wonderful people. We're getting a lot of calls, Frank. I think you're you're pushing a lot of buttons here, and I'm just well. Come on, let's I'm talk. Just, I'm just loving it. I am loving it. So what I was wanting to talk about was the government response to a to a virus. It looks like we're going to have to take a little break. Uh, but we're going to come back. We're going to take. We got a bunch of calls. I mean, a bunch of calls based on what I'm going to call from here forward the Frank tirade. It's not a tirade. This is we're, we're Americans, and we need to live free. But we're going to get with your calls. Talking with Tony. We'll be back very shortly. Home team for conservative talk radio. 
KSEV 700 AM, the voice of Texas. What do you get when you combine the largest in-stock selection of wines, spirits, and finer foods in Texas with online ordering? You get Specs new mobile app. Download today and get instant access to convenient shopping features like in-store pickup, curbside pickup, and even home delivery. From special occasions to everyday essentials, Specs offers more ways to get what you want when you want it. Cheers to savings. Thinking of a positive career change? Own your own business or build your own dreams and build homes to commercial buildings. We can teach you how at buildersacademy.com. Learn contracting and project management. You can do it. Enroll at buildersacademy.com. We can teach you home building, classes to owner builders, to professional builders. We can even help you build it too. Professional home inspector training in class, on site, online. Learn it firsthand. Professional pest control classes and CEU classes too. Learn in three to five days. Become a licensed mold inspector. Breathe easier with this new career. Come build on solid foundations at Builders Academy with proven track records and helping many achieve new heights and incomes than ever before. Come learn, see how at buildersacademy.com. In class, on site, online. Buildersacademy.com. A health threat anywhere is a health threat everywhere. I'm Dr. Phil. A new coronavirus outbreak called COVID-19 started in China and is spreading to many countries, including the U.S. It's critical to get the facts about how to protect our friends and loved ones. While CDC is working with states and communities to stop the spread of the virus, health workers and emergency response efforts need our support. The CDC Foundation, a nonprofit organization, is focusing on immediate and critical needs that help protect our communities here at home and those around the world. We can all play a role in stopping this deadly virus. Get updates, learn how to protect your friends and family, and find out how to help. Go to cdcfoundation.org. That's cdcfoundation.org. Together, our impact is greater. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by the CDC Foundation. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show. I used to live down the dial a couple of notches during this time period in the morning, but I think I found a new home. And it's why I'm going to tune in. You gave them some very tough questions. You know, some of the toughest questions that I've heard an interviewer give a, a seasoned politician like that. And just like all seasoned politicians, before they answer the question, they run interference. The Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. I was just on the phone uh, and on the line with the politically direct, correct department of talking with Tony. 16 interns, four permanent personnel. Also on the phone with Don't Get Your Feelings Hurt Department. Everybody approves, in some respect, Frank's tirade. I also want to say that this show from now on is going to be changed from talking with Tony to Frank's show. <laughs> that wasn't my tirade. I just got started. He said he has two more hours of screaming to do. <laughs> All right, let's focus uh, laying aside the origin of this virus, and it's on everybody's mind because it's put us, it's put us really in a jam. I mean, whether you're, you know, really, no matter what you do, whether you're a student, whether you 
work in an office, whether you work outside, I mean, whether you work in the med center, you know, no matter what you do, whether you work in city of Houston or outside the city, man, this has really been something. And here we are. I had a, a firm-wide meeting via Zoom, of course. This is a, the new thing, I guess. That's um, owned by the Chinese, too. Okay. <laughs> it is. Okay, no more tirades. We had a <laughs> you, you this is an anti Okay, I got to talk to the we're going to establish a tirade department. <laughs> and the tirade department needs to weigh in here as well. In any event, so we, you know, we're trying to figure out so what's going to happen going going forward. And, you know, and some people, you know, they've been criticizing the mayor of the city of Houston and criticizing the county judge. And, and the truth is, you know, obviously I have my issues with this mayor who who uh, makes two hundred and thirty five thousand dollars a year and just laid off three thousand employees in the city of Houston. And, and you know, if you're one of those three thousand employees, uh, you know, you know, I guess from the mayor's point of view, too bad for you. Uh, I got major issues with these companies that took this pay, paycheck protection uh, monies and then laid off their employees. So unemployment is paying for their employees while they while they pocket the cash. Uh, I got I got issues with people getting the twelve hundred dollars stimulus check that didn't rate it and didn't deserve it. And they you know they they laugh about it and joke about it. I'm going to buy me some Louis Vuittons or some crazy crap like that uh, on Instagram. Uh, when they haven't lost a penny from this, from this, uh, so there's so many things we could impact, uh, unpack. Um, but uh, according to the uh, staying politically correct department, we're going to just talk generally about the government shutdown. Frank, what are your thoughts? Was it necessary? Laying aside the origin of virus, why it's here, how bad it is, how many people are actually going to die, how many people are going to get sick. What do you think about the local government's uh, response to it? Well, I, I, I think that the uh, statewide government responded uh, correctly and the local government uh, did very well, and at least with regard to following those instructions. Mm. Uh, mm. I think that the local government, uh, you know, you had to be careful. We didn't know what we were dealing with. This was a situation where we've never been exposed to before. I mean, how do you, what kind of virus spreads the way this does? I mean, I've never seen it, and, and I'm 66 years old, ever that it spread like this, okay? Everywhere, every place. I'm talking about I mean, the seriousness of it depends upon all kinds of factors. But the bottom line is our local government has done a decent job and the statewide government has done a very good job, an excellent job. And I think that Texas, Texas, is leading the country in the way that it has responded to this. And, and, and how, do you, how do you figure that? Tell me your math on that. <clears throat> well... I mean, in terms of my math on it, is that uh, we we have a relatively low um, uh, death rate for the mm -hmm. size of the state that we are. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I do think that uh, perhaps some of the counties in Texas should have been opened up before mm -hmm. now because some of them had no counties, like out in Lubbock and out in West Texas and those places. They didn't have the problem. Why didn't they have the problem? Why? Well, why didn't they have the problem? They didn't have people coming in from China, and they didn't have people coming in from New York. I'm starting to sense a, a theme here. <laughs> There's no theme. It's the truth. If we don't face the truth as Americans, we will, we will lose this country. Well, I... I Look, I'm with you on that. We've got to be honest with ourselves, and we have to be transparent. And if any of the things that you say are true, then obviously those issues need I to be dealt with. I wouldn't say them if they weren't true. But what I want to focus on, if I can, is should we, for as an example, I re, there were a lot of people on Facebook when they shut down the rodeo after you know a week or two, whatever it was, who were all up in arms. Oh my God! And they shut down the radio or the rodeo, 
There were people on one side saying they should have shut it down sooner. There were people on the other side saying, you know, how, why the devil did they shut it down? There were people contacting me that, oh, can you buy these, these heifers or these cows that these young, young folks were going to show? We're all in this together. That's one thing I want to continue, continue to try to impress Absolutely. upon folks is that, you know, just like and we're going to get to this mask thing because I've never, I never could understand how wear, the wearing of a mask become political. The crazier thing, I mean, we have become so hyper-partisan on every single thing that we do that everything we do is partisan, even to the point of I posted myself on, I went to have lunch the other day and I wore a mask, not because anybody told me to, but because I didn't want to have somebody breathing on me and I didn't want to breathe on somebody and that was my personal choice. I I won't do, you know, I got to pay taxes and obviously I'm going to have to meet my maker when time comes, so those are the two choices I can't make. But beyond that, I can do whatever the devil I please. I've, I've earned that right as a as a business success and serving in the military. So, you know, I, I posted. I'm here. I am with a mask at Lagrilia. I had fifty percent of the people said, "Oh, you're a great citizen." Fifty percent said, "I wouldn't go there if they made you wear a mask." I never said anybody made me wear a mask. I just said, "Hey, I'm out here wearing a mask. This is a new normal." People, look here. Here's my best advice: take it easy, relax a little bit. Chill out, if you will. Nobody's suggesting that you don't have your, you can't say what you want to say. You just heard the Frank tirade. He can say whatever the devil he chooses. And God bless him for that. He's earned that right. He's been living on this earth for 66 years. On the other hand, take it easy a little bit. Don't, somebody said, oh, Tony, you're a sheep because you, because you wore a mask to a, a restaurant. Well, you know, I didn't take issue with it because people can say whatever the devil they say. But I'm not sure anybody that actually knows me would ever accuse me of being a sheep. What no, do you, you think, ain't Frank? A sheep. You might be a goat. <laughs> I smell like a goat. But <laughs> <laughs> let me talk about mask. All right. Well, you, let, can we wait on mask? Because I, I okay. you only get two tirades per per. per. Not a tirade. Okay. Well, let's hear your mask thing. Go ahead. Okay. Here's the deal with mask. Okay. I think people ought to have the choice to wear that mask. Okay. And I have no problem with folks who want to wear a mask. All right. Okay, I think that they ought to definitely wear a mask if they have, uh, you know, elderly people in the house or elderly people uh, that they're around or their medical workers and all the rest. But let me tell you the history of masks. Okay, they've been wearing masks in Asia for years. And you, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm serious about I'm this, Tony. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Go. They've for been it. wearing masks over there for years, and one of the things that masks do, when you wear your mask and I wear my mask, we're no longer individuals. God made us individuals, okay? God made us in his image and likeness. And the truth of the matter is, when you wear a mask, you're becoming one of them. One of those communist Chinese that wear them all the time. And that is the truth. Tony, that is the truth. I want to talk to the I want to talk to the the department, the research department. I don't think that was vetted. I do not think that was actually vetted. We have we have said very clearly that where nothing will be said on this show that's not been purposely vetted. Okay, well, you ask our Chinese friends here in Houston if that isn't the truth, that they, they do that. They destroy their individuality. What makes America great, what makes us the country we are, are people like you that fought for the country because you're an individual and people and you have your face and your face is your identity when when, you take it away when i wore that mask i didn't feel any i didn't feel like i wasn't tony busby when everybody's wearing a mask you don't know who they are okay they're not you saw me wear this mask into this building today did you not know who i was well i know who the hell you are because i could smell you (laughs) 
I'm a dog. I can uh, smell we're going to have to take – I guess we're going to have to bring this mask thing. Oh, was that – I thought we were taking a break. I guess that was just a, the sound effects for that joke, although I don't think you meant that as a joke. Well, you really didn't. Here's, all right. For all my friends, whether you're on the right or left or right down the middle like yours truly, here's my take on the mask. Listen, if you run a business – if you run a business and you want to insist that somebody that comes into your business wears a mask, God bless you. That's your right. It's your I business. I agree with that. That's your, your right. If you are wanting to protect yourself and you want to wear a mask around the city of Houston, I, I think that's probably a smart move. They say that it probably protects you. Have I, well, have I looked at one time and another time they said it didn't. Yeah, have I seen the research? I haven't seen the research, but common sense tells me. People if wear the, a if, handkerchief. You think that's a mask, Tony? I don't know. I just know that common sense tells me if you're not spitting on somebody, you're probably not You're probably not, not spreading the disease. Does that mean you're not going to spit on me anymore? I can't now because i got a window between us to. two. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> In any event. So I'm wearing a mask, okay? I'm wearing that not only for my protection, but also for the protection of my mother, who is 74, my dad, who's who's 78, and a lot of the other people that I know. You know, if it's and, and what bothers me about the mask and people getting all all bent out of shape about it, you know, they got a burr under their saddle, as we say. You know, that, that you know, what's got your goat? Ah, oh, I can't believe you're wearing that mask. You're just going along with. I'm not wearing the mask because Lena Hidalgo told me to wear a mask. Lena Hidalgo can't tell me to do anything. And neither can the mayor of the city of Houston, right? I'm not. That's not why I'm wearing the mask. I'm wearing the mask because I'm trying to keep myself, my family, and people that I'm associated with from getting. And if it, let's say it makes no difference whatsoever. What have I lost? Nothing. According to Frank, I've lost my identity. I frankly, and and politely and respectfully disagree now frank's wearing i don't know what the heck you're doing right what are you doing right now frank this is the mask i bought on amazon because i might have to wear it on the plane it has no medical value at all it looks like a dog face okay and that's what i have on you can see it and you can't see it on the radio no no that's you got a radio face i will say that but this, i will say that this here this mask means nothing it means nothing it's, it, it is totally... This mask... It's a political this statement. This mask that I'm wearing has a filter in it, and it has been proven to stop me from spitting on people. Well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't spit on people anyway. I'm a little more polite than yeah, that. Yeah, but... you always have been. But all right, guys, I think we've, 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 we've ridden this horse until it's almost about to pass out. We're going to take a little bit of break. We're going to come back, and we're going to lighten it up a little bit because Frank is... He spit so much on this window. That thank God I had my mask in hand, or I'd be in big trouble. Calls. We'll be back. We got a lot of calls we got to take. Voice of Texas, AM 700, KSEV. Are you in need of a health care program? You're in luck. As a member of Liberty HealthShare, you're part of a community that comes together to share their medical expenses. You can sign up throughout the year with memberships starting as early as the following month. And there are no contracts or commitments. Programs start as low as $199, and you can choose your own doctors and hospitals. Find out more at libertyhealthshare.org KSEV. That's libertyhealthshare.org slash KSCV. 
If you're looking to sell or buy a home and in need of the best realtors out there, look no further than the Matthews team at REMAX Legends. Ronnie and Kathy Matthews have instilled in each and every team member their hard work and honest values, and believe me, it's paid off. This incredible team's agents has an average tenure of over 10 years, so it's clear that the Matthews team truly knows the Houston area market and what it takes to get a home sold quickly. They're employee-owned. They care about their clients, and they always go the extra mile to ensure that each sale and purchase is seamless and smooth. The Matthews team are the number one REMAX team in Texas and have been for over 20 years. Call the Matthews team at 281-440-7900 or see for yourself and go online at ronnieandkathy.com. They sell over 900 homes a year and they know every inch of the buying and selling market in the greater Houston area. Call the Matthews team. I chose them as my realtor and you should too. The Matthews team and REMAX Legends, your realtor for life. 281-440-7900. That's 281-440-7900. Homelessness is not seasonal. Thousands and thousands of our city's men, women, and their children are without a home today, right now, and not just at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Every day, Star of Hope provides food, shelter, counseling, job training, and structured recovery programs to over 1,300 of Houston's homeless. To find out more about Star of Hope, go to SOHmission.org. That's SOHmission.org. Star of Hope. KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients, and if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the Voice of Texas. 45 uh, Gulf Freeway heading outbound at Highway 96, Calder Brittany Bay Road in Galveston County. We have a two-car accident on the feeder lane. 59 Southwest Freeway outbound at Gessner Road. There's a two-car accident blocking two center lanes and the right lane. I-10 East Freeway in uh, Fort Bend County, or I-10 uh, Katy Freeway in Fort Bend County, eastbound at Cane Island Parkway. There's a uh, two-car accident blocking the center and left lane. And on the US-90 eastbound of Wallaceville, they're still dealing with that heavy truck accident on the feeder. That's a look at traffic. We will now return to Talking with Tony on KCV AM 700, The Voice of Texas. There we go. Hey, Talking with Tony. We may have to change the name of the show. I, I just, you know, sometimes you pull somebody's string, you never know what they're going to say. Well, that's what happened. That happened to me. I, I've known Frank for, for 20 years. 20 years I've known this guy. London School of Economics, Emory University. Where'd you go to law school, Frank? Emory. Emory. Went to the College of the Holy Cross. Undergrad. This guy, undergraduate College of the Holy Cross, and one of those good Catholics that, that my as a Baptist we never heard about. My mother was a Baptist and Methodist and a Lutheran. Get that mic close to you. I said my mama was a Baptist and Methodist and a Lutheran. My mama was a Baptist that kept me in the church every morning. She she uh, she brought me Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, vacation Bible school. Uh, 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 when the revival came to town. And she said a lot of things about those Catholics. She's like, well, Tony, watch out for those Catholics. And here I got one right across from me. Yeah, well, you, asked, you well, at least you got me, and you don't have Deng Xiaoping. And if you keep, to, <laughs> if you don't get the Chinese in line, that's who you're going to have sitting across from you. I, it, during, folks, I want y'all to know, during the commercial break, I told Frank, Frank, 
lighting up on China. And Frank says, I got to go where the, where the facts take me. Know where the truth is, my okay, friend, where the yeah, truth right. is. All right, I want to change gears, <laughs> okay. switch gears. Something I, lighter? I used to drive a 1968 Ford pickup truck when I was a kid, and it was a it was a standard shift, and sometimes you have to switch gears, and that's what we're going to do. You know, one of the things, and, and I know you're a huge dog lover. Yeah, I got lots of dogs. Pull I that, like, mi- pull I that like, mic tor- towards you. I like you dogs like- mostly more than humans. Pull it over there. I like dogs more than humans. I think most of the people that love dogs probably, I can tell a lot about somebody if dogs don't like them. All dogs like me. Yeah, yeah. And you know your dogs love me. When I come around, they it's do. like they I'm the ice cream you. man. They bite most people. Yeah. Well, anyway, for, I, <laughs> I would. <laughs> my segues. Well, anyway, um, sometimes you just kind of leave me speechless, Frank. I don't know what the <laughs> devil I'm going to Well, I mean, do I'm now. not going to say they bite most people. They would like to bite most people. Yeah, well, one time I remember coming over there, I was trying to go to court, and uh, your Rottweiler slobbered all over my legs and ruined my suit. You're lucky you didn't rip your suit up. Well, all right, whatever. But anyway, I love dogs. <laughs> yeah, you know. And I've been doing the, I've been fostering dogs, and I'm fostering little old, little old Bo that some of you may have heard about. He's little old, uh, what do you call it, Shih Tzu? Dog? Shih Tzu. Yeah. And it's I, a Chinese dog. Oh, God. <laughs> Seriously? Yes, it is. Come on, man. I, I'm a, trying to find some Chinese subject dog. to move us away from Tony China. Tony Busby, you got a Chinese dog. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm just trying to say something. And man. I'm talking about red Chinese dog, not Taiwan. Francis Moody, <laughs> I know you're listening, honey. And I wanted to do a segment about animal rescue and horse rescue and cat rescue and dog rescue. And I can't even talk about dog rescue without Frank. Getting on the Frank tirade. Well, you brought up Wuhan dog. No, I didn't. I did not. And and so anyway, what I want to do, everybody, is encourage you. Let me tell you about this. Fo- how what a fault? Because some it seems like a lot of people don't realize what fostering means. Um, when you you we need to foster animals in the city of Houston. And what it means is you take a you take an animal out of the shelter, whether it be the Harris County shelter, whether it be Bark, which is our city shelter, whether it be CAP, with Citizens for Animal Protection, whether it be Friends for Life. There's a lot of them all across the city of Houston. A lot of really, really great people doing a lot of really great things. And they many of them, many of these organizations rely on our donations and rely on on cooperation for uh, people that that love animals. And so what what Francis uh, and I have been doing is we've been trying to foster a dog, because I'm particularly fond of dogs, and you bring a dog into your home, you make sure it gets shots, you provide it, uh, you get it groomed, you get it wormed, you get it really just like, you know, you spend some money uh, to get it where it can be adopted, uh, and then you offer it up you know, on Facebook, Instagram, and you make sure that you, you screen the people and get it a good home. And so you may have seen I had Rex, uh, uh, which was a dog from the Fifth Ward that was found just kind of walking around. I was able to get him, nurse him back to health. He had mange, he had, vi- he had a fungus on his feet and so forth. He had heartworms. Uh, he had ear infection. He was grossly underweight. Got him up and going and was able to get him adopted recently. It's a really great feeling. It's also doing something good. You know, if you're somebody that cares about animals, it's something small that you can do. And if you're already an animal uh, owner and, and have animals yourself, and dogs specifically or maybe cats, you already know how to take care of them. You already know what to do. You already have relationships with a vet. And then you get you get this, and it's really it's really rewarding. So right now we have Bo, who's a little Shih Tzu, who according to Frank, it's from China, but I think he's actually from the fifth. It's from Taiwan. I think he was from the fifth ward actually. Taiwan. But, but in any event, 
We got we got little Bo that we took to the vet again. He was going to be on this segment, but uh, we took him to the vet again today, and we had to give him some meds, so he's at home. And I would encourage you, whether it be, whether it be, uh, and we'll have a website so you can, if you're thinking, you know what, Tony, that's a good idea, something I could do and teach my kids about the love of animals and teach my kids, you know, uh, you know, there's something to be kind. Of, I think the way that we treat um, um, the elderly in our community, the way we treat children, and the way we treat animals is a direct reflection of how. Uh, of, of the character of our community. And so Francis typically would, was going to be here uh, to give that pitch, but I'm giving it for her. And we're going to have a pitch like that every week because I know a lot of people. Uh, and, of course, spaying and neutering. You know, I don't want to be Bob Barker here, but Bob Barker for 40 years used to sign off if you re- used to watch Prices Right. Uh, he would always say, always spay and neuter uh, your animals because that's really uh, how you address this overpopulation. When I talk about overpopulation, I mean there, there could be more than a million stray dogs across the city of Houston. Now you think about that for a minute. Uh, on the east end, there are dogs that chase children down the street when they're, back when we were going to school. Uh, in the Fifth Ward. We're going to school. Yeah, well, I hope so. I hope, I hope we do. Frank. You've been kind of known, um, at least when I've known you, as kind of the connoisseur. I'm switching gears again. Back in that '68 Ford hey, pickup truck. Let me just truck. say this: Francis is the, your 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 your, your fiance. Francis is. Well, you don't 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 get ahead of yourself now. Well, don't get ahead of well, yourself. Well, Francis, your your partner there. Francis uh, just had. If she's driving, she just had a wreck. Her name is her <laughs> name her her name is Francis because she's named after Saint Francis and uh, Saint Francis loved animals, and that's why I'm named Francis as well. Well, good. Y'all have that in common. I'll have to ask her how she feels about China when I get home. Well, I know I know, <laughs> I know how she feels about China, and she knows her dog there is from Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're 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 kind of the connoisseur of connoisseur. You 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 walk around with a tumbler. You wear a Trump hat. You right now you're wearing a a red I'm not sure what that is blazer with a black shirt. You're kind of a, a man about town. What's your favorite restaurant and why? My house. Well, oh. my house. And my house is my favorite restaurant, but I, you know there is no favorite restaurant in town. Anybody that says this is my favorite restaurant. No. Some days you like to eat hamburgers. Some days you need a Whataburger. Other days you want to go to some fancy restaurant if you can, and then you go to a fancy restaurant. There are great ones. Tony's a great one. DeMarco's a great one. They're great. I mean, I'm sorry they are Italian restaurants but or Continental, and I, I do think those are some great restaurants. But at the same time, you you got to pick horses for courses. I'm not gonna eat that. Kind of, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that. Speak on it, Gordon Ramsay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna eat that kind of food every day. On some days, I like Shake Shack. Okay, there are very good all kinds of food, and the Carabas is good too. Mm. There are all kinds of great restaurants in the city of Houston, and it's that aspect of the city. Now, I've been in Houston probably close to forty years, mm. and in that forty-year period of time, Houston's become a culinary. Center for sure. in the United States of America, for sure. and I've been to every every major city in the United States of America, and I can tell you that for sure. Let me let let me say this: I hear you, and y'all, everybody who doesn't know the history of, of Frank and I, or Francis and I, uh, El you can Duce. Call, you can call me Frank, but El Duce is better. El Duce, and it's I, El Duce actually in Italian, not El Duce. Well, I call it the way I see you it, say and it the way you want. Yeah, I, I intend to. I'm, <laughs> unless you're you're not Lena Hidalgo or the mayor to me. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Anyway, uh, I'll say what I want. 
<laughs> if you want to say something, 281-558-5738. But I, I am going to say this. Every Christmas, Frank Spagnoletti, my co-host here, who's just about to bogart my show, um, <laughs> every Christmas brings me his veal parmesan. And he gets this great uh, red sauce, or what do you call it? Soup. What do y'all call it? You, you, you call it? I call it. Red sauce? Well, I call it gravy. But gravy, yeah, gravy. That's what the, the good Italians call it, gravy from New York City. And and do you beat your veal? I, <laughs> I didn't think this is how, this is Howard Stern wait, show. Wait a minute. I, I check, <laughs> yeah. I, wait a minute. I checked with the politically, depart, the politically correct department. They said I could say beat your veal. Uh, no, I don't. I get you know. my, my veal beaded. Oh, you already got it beaded. You buy, you buy previously beaten veal? I just get it beat it before. Okay, in any event, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We do want to take some of these calls. There have been so many stacking up, and I'm just kind of entertained. We'll be back in a few minutes. CV, the flagship station of True Conservative Talk Radio, AM 700, the voice of Texas. Stay home and stay safe, and your backyard may be the safest place to be. The CDC says that properly maintained swimming pool water will not support the coronavirus. Plus, the backyard pool and patio is a great place to self-quarantine. Texan pools and Miller pools have been designated as essential services and remain open for business and service calls in your backyard. And it's Polaris Days. Bring your Polaris cleaner into any of the seven Texan pool locations between now and April 5th for Polaris Days. The professionals at Texan will give your pool cleaner a 30-point checkup plus a free bag. And save big on all Polaris parts and the new top-of-the-line Polaris cleaners. Call Miller Pools for professional installation and keeping your pool water clean and safe. Find out more about Polaris Days at texanpools.com and the Backyard Bay Radio Show this Saturday morning at 11 here on KSCV. You're driving down the road and suddenly your check engine light comes on. Your mind immediately begins to race. Is this serious? What does this mean? Am I about to break down? Who can I trust to repair this properly without being taken advantage of? Hi, this is Rona from Skeeter's Auto Service, home of the Texas Car Doctor Radio Show, where old-fashioned, unparalleled customer service meets the latest in technology. We're not going to overcharge you or sell you what you don't need. We're not going to keep your car for days on end, and we will always try to give you options that fit your budget. My dad always taught us, do the right thing for the right reasons, work hard, and success will always follow. We pride ourselves in doing just that each and every day at Skeeter's Auto Service. Check us out at SkeetersAuto.com, like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 281-469-1152. Dial 281-469-1152. Dial 281-469-1152 this time. At Skeeter's, we don't play that Our connections make powerful things happen. Uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over 1 million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Around the world, generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org action. 
uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Dan, welcome back to the Brian Kilmeade Show. Hey, it's great to be with you, Brian, and we're honored to have you on KSEB AM 700 in Houston. Governor, so many people sit outside border states and want to tell us what you think. The polls show Texas is about 50-50 on building a wall. Uh, where do you stand? I'm all in because I know the fact, and I know it's not a manufactured crisis. It's a manufactured cover-up by Pelosi and the Democrats. The Brian Kilmeade Radio Show, every weekday morning from 9 to 11 on AM 700 KSEV. Listen to this. I love Toby Keith, but also I think he has manipulated. I'm just I mean, he has made a ton of money, Toby Keith, on these great patriotic songs like this. Even, even when I know that, you know, he's tugging at my heartstrings. I love this song, and I bet a lot of you listen to that song love it too. And as somebody who served in, in the Marines, um, yeah, I love that song. Every, that's why it's part of our little lineup. Now, before we go any further, because guess what? Frank wants to talk about China again. Um, I want to recognize uh, a couple of sponsors. I want to recognize Lamone Shoes. Now, you're thinking, Tony, why are you promoting Lamone Shoes? Let me tell you, because because it is a cool shoe company. We'll try to post it on my Facebook uh, how you can get to their website and their Instagram site. They're a local shoe company. The shoes are actually manufactured in, in not China, Frank. They're manufactured in Italy, and they are super cool. And it's a small business that's really doing doing great things here in Houston. It's going to be very successful and very cool shoes. They kind of look like beach shoes, but they're also very fashionable, and I bet I bet you'll really like them. So they're called Limone. It's, it's spelt like lemon with an E. For those of you that are that are technical like that, and then finally, uh, on our on our Facebook page, I'm not sure we'll have the time, but uh, we're going to give away a hundred dollar gift card for produce from Brothers Produce, one of my buddies who happens to be a a uh, city councilman down there in Friendswood, said that he would like to give away uh, some free produce. So he has a really awesome business that serves a lot of people, and he personally does a lot of work. Uh, with the homeless, providing uh, fruits and vegetables and so forth, and and uh, he said, "Hey man, I'd like to I'd like to give away some some free produce uh, on your show. I I do it through a gift card. So so we're going to give away a hundred dollar gift card uh, to somebody if you comment uh, on my Tony Busby invited Facebook page and say, Hey, I'd like to be considered uh, for the hundred dollar um, um, uh, gift certificate for some free produce, uh, fruits and vegetables. We'll make that happen for you, and I'll put the information of Brothers Produce and also." Lamone Shoes, and eventually we'll have a nice website because we've had so many people that want to sponsor this show. Now, they may have changed their mind after hearing it, but but they <laughs> certainly, before we started, they wanted to, they wanted to uh, promote it, and I think they probably will still want to because we've had a lot of fun. We're almost out of time, but we've got a few minutes. There's a lot of calls that we had, and a lot of people dropped off, but, but let's take, um, if we can, uh, Steve, can we take caller number uh, uh, Sharon from the west side? Is she still on the line? Yes. Hey, Sharon, I'm sorry you had to wait. Well, what say, it's good to hear your voice again. I called to say I'm so glad you're still in the fight with us because we've been wondering where you were. Well, I've been hiding out over at my house and spending okay, well, some time. Okay, welcome back. But let me, let me get to it. Because get to it. Go, Frank's ready to go. I want to go back to what, because I, I, I really appreciate what Frank Francis has to say. He's got the napalm, and we need napalm. Oh, he's got the napalm, yes. baby. Yes, and I want to go back to early what he said about how we need to learn to identify our enemy. He's so, so right. And the Chinese are our enemy, regardless of the, the way the origin of this virus came or not. But 
the virus is not our real enemy right now. The, our real enemy is within our own government and within our own people. Commando Hidalgo here in Houston and Nancy Pelosi, that fascist up there who, who, has, who has stolen the house of the people. And she's sitting up there running the house and writing all the bills herself and telling everybody what to do. And we're all, and, and the, the citizens are hiding behind masks and staying home saying, oh, what can tell us what to do next. I've never seen such fear ninny response. It, it really concerns me, the response that this is getting. And, and, and I think, that, and Frank is right. Frank's right on everything he has said. The masks are ridiculous. They take away your identity. And I had a neighbor who moved in new, and I, he kept coming over here to the house and getting ready to move in. And I said, hey, you haven't taken that mask off since I've seen you. You come over here all the time, and I never see your face. Take it off. I want to see your face. And <laughs> he's so he's so cute because he's real nice. He's young. He has a new baby at home, and and um, so he he looked sort of sheepish. And by, he finally took it off and kind of looked at me, and I said, "Yeah, that's a lot." better now take that cap off your head i want to see your hair you know no. what sharon i remember i remember you called you called him before didn't you oh yeah yeah I yeah i remember him. you now yeah, i really yeah. i really appreciate you supporting our show and i appreciate you calling and frank is chomping at the bit like a like a quarter horse to respond to a few things you said frankie yeah well let me just say this i appreciate your comments <clears throat> i appreciate uh the you know what you said with regard to uh, both the issues I'm not just saying this because I haven't thought about it long and hard, and I haven't studied it. We don't have time to go into it here today on this radio show. We got. But, we're going to be here next week at the same time, and we'll talk about it some more. But let me let me just say this, okay? I mean, let me just say this with regard to these uh, masks. Uh, I think that people who who you know want to do that because that make that gives them a comfort factor. I totally respect that they want to do it. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to open their eyes. I mean, I, I need to say this as well. This is not a question of Democrat or Republican, okay? This is not a question of black or white or, 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 or yellow or, or, or red or brown. It doesn't matter. The truth is we are all in this together, and the, the politicians in Washington, the ones that you've mentioned, don't represent you. And there are, you know, they the, the there are Democrats who act more like old school old school Republican elitists, and there are Republicans now who are actually representing the people. And I may just say this with regard to myself: I don't identify with a party. I just identify with with people. I, I, I come from a working class background. My grandfather came over and served in the mil- in, 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 in World War One. was torpedoed twice. My father was in World War Two. My uncle was in World War There ain't been a three. World War Two. Well, it might be if I had my way with it. But <laughs> but, 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 but with my, my, my uncle was was in Korea. The point is what I'm trying to say to you is this is not a question of, this is not a question of, of, of this is a question of people. There are very good, for instance, democratic judges that are down there at the courthouse who think about people. I had the Gulf War veterans in in Texas, and before we had the current round of political people ruling this state, we had people who consi- who ruled ultimately against the Gulf War veterans, though we had the absolute evidence that they were 
the, these companies were selling chemical and biological agents to Saddam Hussein. And I was disgusted. And for years, I, I, I was just, I couldn't even look at, the, look at the file. And I was disgusted because I thought if anybody, the Republicans certainly would stand up for the Gulf War veterans. Thank God now we have people who stand up for the veterans. And thank God now we have people who stand up for Americans. And there, whether, and the local, some of the local Democrats certainly do. And some of the, and the Republicans I'll tell you certainly what, no, do. No, you're, you're, you're right. Listen, I, I, and people that know Tony Busby know that I don't give a rat's behind about. Republican, Democrat, what you put behind your name and, you know, you try to, you know, pander to this group and that group. I'm so tired of that. You know, there's people in Washington, D.C. They do not represent me. They don't care about the people that I care about, and the things that I do every day. They just don't care. And you know what? They're not connected in any way, shape, form or fashion to what we have to face every day and what we do and the people that I represent every day and the employees that I that I try to take care of while I'm trying to also do my job. And it makes me madder than a hornet's nest. It exactly. makes me madder than a hornet's nest. And I'm mean Democrat, Republican. And you got some of these Democrats say, well, that's what the national Democrats are going to do. So I'm just going to fall in line. And, then, you know, if you're against that, you're against it. And you got Republicans the same way. They all make me mad. And I don't get off on a frank tangent very often, but Frank kind of put me on a little tangent there. I ran for mayor of this city, and I spent millions of dollars, millions of dollars of my own money. I didn't take a penny, and I said I wouldn't take a salary, and I said we're going to change the way city business was done. I was rejected. God bless you. I accept your decision. But let me tell you this. We can be better. And next week, we're going to talk about it. I appreciate it, Frank. You are a great co-host. We're going to continue this discussion off air. We'll be back next week talking with Tony. We may even change the name of the show after this, but we'll be back. We'll be back next week. I appreciate you tuning in. Tell your friends. uh, Tell your colleagues. Tell your family. Tune in, and we'll talk next week about some of these very important issues. And if you're mad like we're mad, tune in. been listening to Talking with Tony. Join us every Friday at 6 p.m. with Tony Busby here on The Voice of Texas, AM 700 KSEV.